votes last time if he got if he got I don't know 80 million more he would have won you got me there it was pretty close I can't see the the fallacy in the logic pretty close race there 60,000 votes Uh, he sounds upset sounds perturbed sounds perturbed not supported esoteric he sounds very (laughs) esoteric stop using words I don't understand Uh, mm. and then Trump wrote about Kanye. Uh, of course, he wrote it on Truth Social. Oh, Truth Social. Uh, what are those things called? Was he like a White House ish parchment, or he sent out a memo kind of thing? Not a tweet. Oh, and it's like from the desk. desk of, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's called, but uh, uh, Trump wrote. So I help a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black. Yay, Kanye West, who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else. And who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone so that I can give him very much needed, quote unquote, advice. He shows up with three people, two of which I don't know. The other, a political person who I haven't seen in years. I told him, don't run for office. A total waste of time. 
can't win. Fake news went crazy. Mm. So Kanye West and Trump both announced recently that they are running for president once again mm-hmm. f- in 2024. I'm going to throw it to you. Oh, no. So I'm going to be completely honest. I don't feel like voting anymore. I mean, the first time I did it, uh, 2016, I voted for Gary Johnson because I'm a libertarian. And then people started pissing me off. <clears throat> so I voted for Trump in 2020. <coughs> yes, yes, relax. Calm yourself. Thanks for watching us this far. <laughs> I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> okay. And I, I had my reasons. It wasn't just like, I'm going to vote for Trump because my guy, blah, blah, blah. No, I, I had my reasons. Mm-hmm. But now it just, it just seems so... Like, going nowhere, one-sided, emotionally draining, all of it. It just feels like the more I invest in this and the more I try to talk to people about this, the worse it gets. People are going to think the way they want to think. People are going to, you know, get angry what they're going to get angry about. But it just seems to be, you know, not a worthwhile... From from me. From me, a, a little man, a small person. Not, you know, a political commentator or a person of interest or anything like that. I'm just like, eh, it's not worth it for me. Did you vote in the 2020 election? Yeah. Uh, sorry, in the 2022 midterm. I thought I did. I I I, I got voted the, by I, mails. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> no, I I did, and I was like, did I vote? Because I, I voted for uh, for L.A. Uh, Rick Caruso. Damn. Because I thought, you know, he's good. My mom was even a vote for him. I'm like, okay, seems seems okay. Mm-hmm. My my aunt, the DA, is going to vote for him. I'm like, all right, seems like we're all on the, kind of the same page. And then everyone's like. Never mind, Karen Bass. Like, why? Like, I like her. Why? Don't want to say. Well, she's a genius. Of course, yeah. Her, her she's never done anything bad ever. Uh, I didn't say that. I, well, I just hope they find the guns that got stolen from her. Her. Oh her my house. gosh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, 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 I find it draining, and I realize nothing's ever going to really change. The only thing that changed with Trump is that. We got to see a lot more. People were more interested in what was happening, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm mm-hmm. okay with that happening, but people are getting identity centric with it. Like I vote for Trump, obviously that makes me a bad guy in some people's book, or or yeah, vice versa. Sure. Yeah, depending where you are in the country. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like that anymore. I don't like that. Because like back in when Bush and Kerry running, it's like, oh, you're voting for Kerry? I'm voting for Bush. Hmm. I disagree with you. Now it seems to be like just way out there. We're so divided and it's like it's not helping. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope Trump wins just for the sheer fact that people freak out and I could just not not care anymore. So you're not going to vote 2024? No, probably not. You're not? No. Chris? Hello. Um... Yeah, I agree. It's the, everyone's to the extremes now. If you're not with me, you're against me, and that's you know, to, just relax. Which, <laughs> you know which, I mean? which pedo racist old man are you gonna vote for this time? Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's the rock in a hard place. You just no like perfect candidate. There never will be, yeah, but everything is to the extremes, and I hate that. That's like really dumb. I will vote on the next major election. Um, and did you vote this year, twenty twenty two? Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I'll vote for yay, but <laughs> <laughs> who knows? You might have a great campaign, <laughs> campaign, uh, just want to see the topic. Ads. Oh boy. 
Yeah. Well, 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 well. So a lot of people are saying that they're done with Trump. The Trump era of uh, being able to grab everybody and get everybody excited <laughs> is over. And it could be true. The way that Trump acts is no longer um, funny. Yeah. You know how it was like funny and he was making fun of people and it was fun and it, it pissed people off, but it was fun. Yeah. Now it's like he's completely unhinged as to who he goes after and you can't build Rome without people. So when you lose the people, you lose your country. So for me, um, I actually think that policy wise, his little team in 2016 mm -hmm. didn't do the worst job um, well, policy yeah. wise, but his 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 character really it, it got worse because obviously he's like. Uh, Jaded, he's jaded. Yeah. Now. So he's so this whole thing about him being being the president sometimes doesn't really sound like it's about helping people. Yeah. It's more just like an ego thing. And I actually do think that the first time around, he was trying to help people to boost his ego, mm -hmm. so that he can leave and say I was the best that ever did it, yeah. and blah blah blah. And I'm not even a politician and da da da. But now it just seems like I'm angry. Everybody's mad. And then the thing I really didn't like about the Trump era is how intense it became just being alive. Mm. Like everybody, everywhere, all the time was like Trump, 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 the evil mom. And it's mm -hmm. like, I really don't want to go through that again. I personally was hoping that he wasn't going to run. I don't need another four years of that. Just don't need it. I think that if, um, <clears throat> so I, well, well, look, we're already here. We're already yeah, at the point. Exactly. But I don't think he's going to make it past the primaries. I, I'm not going to speak on it. And I will, like, I, I agree with you. Like, it was, like, people were having a definite, intense emotional reaction to him in office. And for me, I was trying to be, like, unbiased majority of the time. And I'd say things like, recently, the IRS came out that his tax plan helped out the middle class a lot more. Okay. And, like, we're, we're learning that, you know, four years later, five years later. And people were like, and they still Two don't. Two years later. No, that was in 2018, I thought he implemented that. Oh, okay. So four years later. Yeah, so mm -hmm. thank you. They, so, like, even if it benefited people, people still have the taste, like, oh, well, I just didn't like him personally. Yeah. Like, he had that uh, international, uh, I guess, policy task force of, like, decriminalizing homosexuality throughout the world. Mm -hmm. Getting to the UN, say, hey, let's work on this, because it's a big issue for everybody, especially in America. Let's work on, you know, not throwing gay people off of buildings in some countries. Let's stop doing that. Let's get past it. And I would tell people that who are LGBT or not. And they're like, well, it's not real. It's not a real thing. He's not a law he put into place. And it's like, yeah, but it's still not homophobic. Like people are making him out to be. Mm. And I just don't, I don't think we'll get past that whole Pygmalion effect of like, Oh, I don't like you because of this, everything you do now. I don't like. 
Yeah, you know, look, it's. I think at this point, everyone's aware that it's the attitude. Mm. It's the the persona that comes with it. Uh, you, you can have good ideas and mean well, but if you're not somebody who people want to look at as their leader, mm-hmm. then uh, you it'll be very difficult for you to do good things, yeah. even if you do good things. Mm-hmm. So I would actually really like a period in time where a number one, they don't, the politicians don't make it seem like everything is falling apart all the time at every moment in time. Mm-hmm. Look, we done been through three greatest, um, Greatest elections that could determine democracy in a row. Mm. We chose George W. Bush over Al Gore and we're still here. Everybody calm down just a little bit. I understand that things affect people. I get that. Mm. I get that things affect people, but at the same time, Oftentimes, we revere too highly those who are granted the opportunity to give us their least. When you give that, when you give that kind of power to people with pens and ideas to write things down and they can change your life, you are actively ruining your own. So, I live in L.A., I walk outside, I see the homeless, and they're spreading, and they're growing. I understand that things are getting more and more expensive. I understand inflation. I understand that it is difficult for companies, some, some, to pay people what they believe that they should be paid. I understand that all of these things all happen at the same time, but the small group of people in Washington, D.C. will never solve all of those problems for you. They might potentially make some of them slightly less worse, but for the most part, the best thing you can do for your life is to take advantage of the power you have within. Well, what makes more money curing the disease or just temporarily setting it back? Sure. But turning, this is what happened. I think in 2000 and, Nine. Politics turned into identity and it turned into um, the, the core of who you were because everybody who is together, um, everybody together makes you realize that you don't necessarily need to lean upon a greater structure for you to thrive. Mm-hmm. So you have to start dividing people in order for people to find a problem. 
And when there's a problem, you look for the solution. Oftentimes, people don't look at themselves for the solution. They look at another person. And when Obama became president, and it's not Obama's fault, but when he became president, a lot of the country uh, tear apart in, in the middle because there were so many things happening at the same time. Financially, um, the, the country was in turmoil and we have a black president and because there's financial problems and people are looking for the second coming of Christ and he doesn't look like you and he's historically the lowest form of citizen in a country that kind of looks at y'all, you know what I mean? Now, anything that doesn't lift you up the way you think it's supposed to is looked at radically awful. So it could be a mixture of all these things put together of saying, please, somebody save us. And when they can't do that, because they can't, you have to look back at the ideal of what the country was built upon, which was private property and the ability to build for yourself. Today is the day that is offered to you as the most privileged point in time um, in modern history. You can start a business from your phone. I know a guy who was buying, um, he was buying clothes from the, uh, the store where people are secondhand store. Salvation Army. Salvation Army type stuff. And he would make an outfit and he didn't have enough money to pay models. So he, he would model the clothes and then sell it on Instagram. This before it was shoppable. A brand bought his Instagram page for like $1.2 million. I have never seen dude ever again. And he was like 24. Just saying. You have the ability within yourself to privatize your problems and also privatize your solutions. Mm -hmm. I veered over into this direction because we are looking at all of these idols to solve all of these problems that we have granted some of the problems were created by them so you could be upset enough to vote them in. But if you think about it, we have 60-year-old problems that still haven't been able to be solved. So why are we still leaning on these people? It's the uh, paycheck-to-paycheck mentality, I think. Which is not anything against anyone doing that. I'm I'm talking about paycheck to paycheck in life as a whole. So like, I grew up. I won't say I have problems. I said I grew up in a place of like it was just no for everything, even if it was food. I was like, can I have this? No, we we don't have money for it. I'm like, okay, that's how I handle things. Just no, can't afford in any way. Not even to bother. I did not want to live my life in the future like that. So I put things in place as a child of like, even if things go terribly wrong for me, if I lose it all, I can bounce back right away. I don't think a lot of people do that anymore. I think they say, I'll live paycheck to paycheck and and figure it out tomorrow, which is not bad, but then something bad happens and they're 
square one, square zero, I, I'd say. They'd have nothing. And Are you about to promote Bitcoin? No. Oh. No, I, I've talked to Chris. I said, if <laughs> all my friends, because we always talk about uh, uh, Bitcoin, like, what if you lose it all? Like, so what? What if, what, what if I do lose it all? Who cares? I'll start again. Mm. I don't care about it. It's just something that, let's say it does take off and I do get a shit ton of money. Good. I'm glad I invested in it. But I have a question for you. Sure. If somebody says, hey, Sam, mm-hmm. you are financially doing okay mm-hmm. because of white privilege, what's your response to that? I say, prove it. I ask, prove why me as a white person, why I'm doing so well. Decisions I've made in life have not been because of my race. And I've been pulled over seven times in my life, right? I've never gotten a ticket. Oh, well. I have been polite with every single officer. Some of them have been now, rather on. aggressive. You definitely didn't get a ticket because you was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. I got pulled over in Arizona, and they did the, they were doing their absolute best to try and get me. But I was hyper polite. It's hyper respectful. I explained my issues that I had. Said, sorry, that doesn't match up. I know it looks bad. Like, and I did every single test they wanted. They said, well, hey. We're just doing our jobs. Like, no, it's fine. Like, it's it's okay. I what, never once pulled. What were you doing? Speeding? No, I set a taillight out. Oh. So they did the uh, drunk driving thing. Oh, they just tried everything. And they actually arrested a girl walking down the street who was drunk who gave them attitude. And they arrested her. Not me. She was white, too. So people make choices. And they don't think about the consequences down the road. Like, if you drink and smoke and do drugs and all these things, I know addiction's a problem, but that's going to negatively affect you down the road and then some. Did you have both parents growing up? Yes. There are issues, of course, but, like, I... I don't like that you looked at me. (laughs) Why are you looking at me, bro? (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) He was like, what you think about that? (laughs) Damn, homie. His dad for sure came back from the store. (laughs) Every time. What a record. Sometimes. <laughs> it, it was, it was, I'll say it was intermittent, but mostly my mom was the breadwinner. He intermittently came back from the Intermittently, yeah. What does that mean? Sometimes he did, sometimes he didn't. You know, intermittent means every now and again. Every now and Like there's space. You know how Don't you mansplain him. I'm just he saying. He can figure it out. So your dad would leave? Oh, well, yeah, they had issues, so. Okay. Like, who doesn't? I, I'm not going to say like, oh, they had issues, but that's a. Well, I asked that question because they say that if you had both parents, you mm-hmm. most likely had. No. I, I benefited from that, definitely. But I benefited because my dad put me to work using a chainsaw at age seven and eight that other kids don't get. But people are like, oh, child using a chainsaw? Child doing labor? That's bad. Like, no, nah, you're stupid. Like, you, you, you got to do things for your kids that will set them up for success later. Yeah, but you not getting a ticket seven times is definitely white privilege. <laughs> is it though? Yeah, because I've okay. I'm gonna say this. I've definitely been pulled over many times, mm-hmm. and I've I haven't gotten a ticket every single time, but I've gotten some wild tickets. Mm-hmm. I got a ticket one time. I was going thirty in um, in uh, what's that place with Pete Runyon? No, I was not Runyon, Runyon but uh, uh, it was like Holland. Yeah, so one Some of them areas that? where you're supposed to really go 20. 20. Right, where you're right, filming right. Uh, Uncle Ed's bucket list or what? No, this is like 2013. Mm-hmm. And I was going 10 miles over the speed mm-hmm. limit. And it was considered a national 
uh, park. place. Yeah, oh, National okay. Park. And I got a thousand dollar ticket. Shit. And I had to do driver school, mm. driving school. Uh, and I went to Coachella one time. And I, I didn't even do a U-turn. I just pulled and parked in the cones, and I got a three hundred and eighty-five dollar ticket. Well, I won't speak on that, but I'll say: Was there anything? Was there any kind of altercation verbally or physically? No, no, no. I've never had an altercation with the cop. Even one time, I'm telling you the story. Okay, speak on it. After I finished making uh, pros, remember pros? The I short film made a short well, film called Pros. Project I ever worked on you with. Oh, no, Mickey one? was the first one. Okay, the Hitman one. No, no. it was like I was like a, 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 a like a some guy like Loki homeless, whatever. Okay, so I, I made this movie, and um, and then this the, the girl who was acting in the movie asked me to go to the bar afterwards, mm-hmm. and I went, and we were just chilling. It was a fine time, and then there was a small white lady there. And we, like, kicked it off. She liked hip-hop. And we just had, like, cool conversation. She definitely, like, drank just a little bit too much. Mm. And I didn't drink at all. And uh, she was like, oh, how am I going to get home? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'll just drive you. It's fine. It's not a big deal. She was super cool, very kind. I took her and I drove her home. We sit in front of her house. And that's when I found out that she had a boyfriend. Mm. And so she was like... You know, tempted, I guess, but you know that's alcohol talking. Yeah. But so we sit in front of the house, and she's like, "I kind of don't want to go inside just yet. I just want to kind of savor the moment." So she was telling me about her favorite hip hop songs and all this stuff, and out of nowhere, blah 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 blah, on the side of my window, the the fl- side of a flashlight mm. is beating on the side of my window. Then you see the. Those heavy flashlight beams come from both sides, uh, both windows, the driver's side and the passenger side. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we're just sitting in the car. I put the window down. That cop said, ma'am, are you okay? I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I'm totally, everything is fine. We're just sitting here talking about music. The cop next to her was like, I said, are you okay? I was like, everything he says, don't talk. You don't say anything. You, ma'am, are you okay? Was he doing something to you? She's like, no. We're sitting in the car talking about music. They had me get out the car, sit on the sidewalk, put me in cuffs. They searched the car. And she had to say over and over and over. I never spoke. After that, like, I I never said anything. And then once she finally, maybe like 10 minutes later, she was finally like, everything is fine. They were like, no, okay. And then I got back in the car, and they were like, all right, you have a good night. The side of my window had scratches on it. This was my 2000 Camry. The side of my window had scratches Vintage. on it. Vintage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I didn't do anything. Now, I didn't get a ticket or anything, but I was in cuffs on but the ground. still, mm-hmm. the fact that they had to do yeah. all that. That's, like, crazy. Now, that like that whole circumstance sounds at 100 from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I would have, I would have handled that. You got me there. I don't know. <laughs> but uh-huh. all my situations, even if the cop did come up, one guy's like, hey, dumbass. And I was like, officer, I'm so sorry. That was my fault completely. And he was like, oh, and he saw my stickers from the base. So, oh, you come back from base? Like, yeah, sorry. Just long week. And he's like, all right, dipshit, like, don't do that again. I just pulled out in front of him too fast. And 
that was one. That was the only one in California. I'll say that. The rest of them were out of state. So that's part of it. I had never been pulled over for anything. I can honestly say that. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never just been ever? pulled over. Ever? I've only gotten parking tickets, but that's because parking. I legitimately can never read those stupid signs. Um, they do have words on them. It's on yeah, purpose. Yeah, so they do have words. It's confusing on purpose. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I've gotten plenty of parking tickets. Yeah, see? So. Yeah. Yeah, being pulled over is not fun. I've been pulled over a bajillion times. Uh-huh. One time I raced the cop. Uh- um and then she pulled me over and was like, all right, don't do that again. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but that was fun. <laughs> but so I've had great encounters yeah. with police, but I've also had real funky ones where I was just like, mm-hmm. when I was making uh, All About the Money, mm-hmm. we did a scene in the car, drove around the neighborhood, and um, we had a light in the in the car, oh. like lighting the car, and we had the cameras stuck to the windshield. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we had like maybe like four cameras, two in the front. And then on the side, we we drove around where I live now, same neighborhood, and a cop stopped us. He put me, David, and Bam Uh-oh. on on the sidewalk down, and he was like putting us <laughs> he was putting us down on the sidewalk, but super nice about it. <laughs> he was like, "So what are you guys doing?" Handcuffs, yeah. hand, handcuffs clicking and stuff. He's like, "What are you guys?" And we're like, we're just making a movie. And he's like, oh, is it going to be on it's gonna be on Netflix? or You know? And he was, like, yes. super nice about it. But at the same time, like, <laughs> yeah, he's getting still down. arresting you. And he was like, afterwards, after he's done checking the car, because they always got to check the car. I might have something Whatever in there. Whatever it is, yeah. Uh, he was like, oh, well, okay, well, you just be careful. <laughs> Great. So, you know, it's like. I'm not the biggest person to just like jump into white, uh, what do they call it, white supremacy mm-hmm. or or white privilege. Um, it actually kind of gets on my nerves when some people look at somebody else's hard work and success and then they just immediately say, "Oh, it's white privilege." Because when people hear about certain things that I've done, and I was I was like 24 making videos for Coachella, no one ever says that's black privilege. Right. Nobody ever says. You know, when I was making Toyota commercials, nobody ever said anything about that. So I'm not the first person to jump on it. But I do recognize in certain circumstances. It it does happen, but I don't call it a universal like, oh, white privilege. There's got to be something tagged to it. There's got to be money. Yeah. I mean. The Jews. Anyway, uh, we're done. <laughs> Thanks for watching us so far. We're surprised just, we made it this far. I am anyway. just kidding. I don't. I'm not yay. I'll tell yeah. everyone uh, Kelby's privilege that he has. He can walk into a room and everyone's like, "I want to talk to that person. I want to talk is annoying, to Kelby." Isn't it? All the girls are like, "Kelby, where's my hug?" Kel, oh, your name's Kelby. I want to hug you right now. Kelby will walk into a room and everyone will want to be around him, except for last week. That was that was odd. What what happened last week? The the white people they were they were quite rude. The yoga people they did not want to talk to me. They actually spoke to me a lot. No, but they were being very rude though. You you command a certain presence in a room. Can I say that? Whatever. <laughs> Kelby commands a certain uh, level of respect, dominance, 
Entering no, a he's just annoying. Is what it is. It you is walk annoying, anywhere but in the still, fucking place. It still happens though. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about? Let me, let me, what are you talking about? Like, damn. No, I'm talking to some ladies. And it will work. That's what I do. That's what I'm saying. I've seen you rub your hands all the fucking time. That's just me putting lotion on. Desi, I'm gonna do you in two words. You ready? Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Ready? Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> you see, that's Kelvin. That's Kelvin. You don't even, you can see the hand movements when you say that. Yeah, you know I mean, I've had, oh, spend, funny. I've had to spend years cultivating this. What I got right now, Kelvin's like, I'm just born this way. Yeah, it's just like it comes I naturally. Go to school. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's esoteric. You see, I'm telling you. What does no, that right. mean anyway? It's funny. So I went to Utah. Go ahead. I was standing in H and M. I saw you living it up in Utah. I was like, the "This white, is good for you, man." The whitest chilling place in the out. country. I go there all the time. Yeah, but you, you're just like having a good time, chilling oh, yeah. with the family dog. And yes, dog and the guns and the lights. I they do. I do shoot over them. Even I'm nice. skeptical of Utah. Like, I'm like, ah, it's kind of. <laughs> I like Utah. I think it's a nice place, and yeah, I saw cool. a lot of black people. Yeah, they're there now. Those, those were imported black people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah but they they're there. They're cool. But I was I was in H and M with this grandma, and it was Black Friday. Mm-hmm. We are at this long line, and she just turns to me and is just starting to talk, and I'm and I'm like, well, I'm gonna say something funny. So of course I just like make it. <laughs> Time a, to just be me. Yeah. So yeah. I just say something. <laughs> And then her like thirty grandkids come, right? And they're in front of me. They all have items. Uh, so then her children come. So that the grandkids come right, and the children come, right. and they're just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." And I'm like, "I really don't care." <laughs> There's already eighty nine people ahead of us. We're in the back of the store, and we're wrapped around the store. All right. So I'm gonna be here for an hour. Mm. Whatever. We get to the front, and I'm making so many jokes. They're having the time of their lives. They turn to me and say, you know, our daughter's getting pretzels right now. I said, I heard about that. <laughs> I've heard about these things. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I'm going to go get me some. She says, no, you're not. Oh, we're getting you some. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. It's totally fine. I can afford it. No problem. They said, all right. Like eight minutes later, they come to me with the biggest cup of pretzels nice. pretzel bites pretzel bites I have ever seen <laughs> and they were like this is for you <laughs> we want you to have this <laughs> from the bottom of our hearts that's why they call him Kerbin Johnston cause he Kirby blends in with Johnston's. all the families yes I could not well I could believe it but <laughs> I I was there it was pretty great you know <laughs> but I really appreciate it I don't know what it is about me but a lot of people do just come and start talking to me yeah. That is a part of my life. So cool. are you convinced now that racism is over? Well, that's an interesting question. So racism is still alive. Alive and well. Okay. However, When racism wore a different mask, and when it existed in a different form, it never stopped black people 
from figuring it out. And though we have to go through enormous pain and suffering and trials and tribulations, it's never going to be the reason racism is never going to be the reason why we fail because we're just greater than it. I like that. Put, put hit the yellow button. So there's that. I do not rub my hands and say, "Ah, oh, we about to go talk to some guy." Else. No, I but do you do, do say, you do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I do say, "Yeah, I mean." Um, so that's your persona, like that's uh, that's what your inner monologue is. Like I, I can talk to any of these girls and get the girls are, like they're texting him, they're they're talking to him, and I don't like, know. I really don't know what you're talking about. He knows mm. exactly what I'm talking about. He's a fallible man. He has student what is loans. Fallible? What does fallible mean? You know, you don't. You have faults. Do, oh yeah. No, yeah, you got your faults. Thank you. You have faults. He's got but student loans. The ladies, I do. The ladies love it. They love it. They, they they actually like you. No, no. Ooh. Here's the thing about me. They're always like, Here's he has the arms of <sighs> rims. Of rims? Yeah, like oh, nice. 24 inch. Like 24s. You know what I mean? I am, I am so weird. Like, it's not even you funny. Are. But you don't, so, when you're quiet, you don't know. That's it. what I do. I don't <laughs> say anything. I'm like, I'm going to make these, like, like, I'm barely talking to him now. And it's like, don't let it out. Don't let that psycho out. And... That's what I have to do. And then once I get them in my trap, and then I can say whatever I want. They're like, you can't leave. Ha ha. That's mm. Stephanie's current, current predicament. She just can't That's leave. Fair That's fair enough. So how do you think your girlfriend mm. uh, deals with all of you, even though she's kind of the exact oh, opposite? I'm an open book when it comes to everything. Okay. So everything I'm thinking, it comes out. I'm like, yeah, here it is. It's I always that. And that's front. what she likes. I, I hope so. I hope she likes that. We'll figure that out. But soon. sometimes I tease her too much, and I'm like, ah, I'm sorry, because she's a different sex than, than than I am and different upbringing, so I have to dial things back. And I feel bad that mm-hmm. when there's misunderstanding. I don't want misunderstandings to happen. Yeah. I want full-on communication, open dialogue, and everything, nothing being misconstrued. Uh, but like women think differently than we do. You actually bring up a great point. I am the person... That does make fun of people, Mm -hmm. jokingly. Of course. But I've learned being in California, and actually hang out with Sabalos. um, I feel like he's going to insult me right now. (laughs) Go ahead. What do you say? Learn from me. A lot of my jokes are intense. And I think culturally, like being on the East Coast, being Caribbean, we say things to each other in our culture that's like, very intense. Mm. I remember my crush's mom told me one time when I was a teenager, you probably buy two seats on the airplane <laughs> when you have to travel. For sure. I know. This is my crush's mom. <laughs> and then she made me do wall sits. <gasps> she was like, you probably can't do this. Huh? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and... Think like things we that were said were always like well, I'm just joking, yeah. 
And then I took that and I came here to California and I said real mean, mean things. But to me, I was just like, man, I'm just hanging man. And then everyone is, for a good minute was just kind of like, got to relax. <laughs> so I think about that often because when you're like talking to women romantically, of course you want to like push their buttons and annoy them a little tiny bit. But at the same time, I know that if I were to say everything I'm thinking, I'm going to destroy your Never. your ego and your, I'm going to destroy all that I, stuff. I understand that. Do what I do now. So I don't, I don't know if the podcast has heard this, but uh, the way I talk to my mom, which is uh, quite irregular, I'll say that. Uh, she'll call me and I'm like, what do you want, you bitch? And people lose it. Like they're like they're so disgusted. That is some real white people stuff. Listen, listen, listen. And she was like, "Oh fuck you," and <laughs> and it's fun and we laugh about it. And you know, and we have this thing with each other. And people outside hate it. And people are like, "Why do you talk to your mom like that?" Like, well, she actually loves me. I don't know what the <laughs> problem with your mom is that your parents don't like you, but my mom actually likes me, and we have a good relationship. And we're friends, and we're adults, and we can we we talk, and we're honest. And people were like, I don't talk like that with my mom. I'm like, yeah, that's because you're a piece of shit. And I just turn it on. Like, if you don't talk to your mom like that, fine. That's fine. But if my mom's not running off in the corner crying because I called her a bitch, like, then then what's your issue? One gave it, one lady gave me the dirtiest look at my grandma's funeral because I was making all kinds of jokes. She was like, everyone's like, oh. Because <laughs> I just finished calling my mother a bitch <laughs> at, at her funeral. mother's funeral. <laughs> she, uh... <laughs> Uh, so I took I took care of my grandma. Stop laughing, everybody. I'm no, talking sorry. to her. Okay. I, was, I took care of my grandma. Everyone's like, oh, thank you so much for taking care of Chloe. You were so nice. And I hate that. Like, don't give me praise. Get Go away. And I was like, well, <laughs> I right. did a bad job. She died. <laughs> Obviously, and, I failed the mission. And only one lady laughed at that. But everyone else was like, oh, that's, the, oh, that's so, that's like, uh, what's the, not off color, but like a bad taste. And I'm like, okay, like. You you weren't helping her. What's your fucking deal? Yeah, get out of here. And and like I was like I was like waving my mom like mom mom this person wants to talk to you mom mom you bitch look at me and like and everyone got so offended <laughs> and she's like 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 what do you want asshole and she came over and and no no one liked about it. me and her laughing me and her laughing about it. Steven kind of laughs about it, my brother, but he's like don't talk to mom like that. I'm like she doesn't fucking love you. She hates you. <laughs> So I, I don't get, I don't feel embarrassed anymore or ashamed because like we have a good relationship. I'm sorry that everyone is offended by that. Kelby, what would your He's mom say if you called her a bitch? Now, hold now, 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 hold on now. Now, if you even got the syllable "b" out of your mouth, now, this is what I want to know. When the kids used to come over to your to your house in mm -hmm. high school. And then your mom would come in and be like, I told you you need to clean the room. And then you turn around and slap your mom. Were you that kid? No, no. no you know, no, you know no, what I'm no, talking no, about, no. right? Chris, he was Chris saying it wasn't like that. No, no, no. Chris is there. now. You know how them white boys be like, no, no, no. Dude, this is your space. Don't let her yell at you like that. She would have beat my ass. Yes, 100%. She had a There's a slipper that was studded. It had like spikes on the bottom of it. I got welted my ass constantly. I was a bad kid. But that, I wasn't talking back. It was yeah, just I didn't do my shit. Like that happened like his whole life. No, this is bitch. You want McDonald's? No, I never got McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, that sounds wild. Yeah. This story, but that's how you do it. I don't like the way you know you're I mean? judging my culture, Kelby. You're really judging my culture. You don't have culture. Like Boom! Shots fired. Oops. Uh, McDonald's. Yeah, I would definitely. <laughs> Yo, McDonald's would be fire sometimes. You're welcome. The right McDonald's. The right McDonald's. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Anyways, Let's what I was gonna say is, <laughs> I definitely couldn't. I definitely couldn't do that at all. <laughs> Actually, gotcha. to this day, gotcha. refuse gotcha. to look at my mom in the well, eyes. Uh, well, how, how how do your conversations with your mom go? Well, it's funny because I am a little bit more unhinged with my dad. Mm. I can kind of just say like, oh yeah, I, like when I used to talk to him, I I was the same way, and he'd not like that at all. He was like, <laughs> it's not a fan. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't like this at all. Not talking to me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Other reasons, but like that's why I talk to my mom more now because like we click, we're we're like that. We're a little sick in the head, you know. Yeah. We're a little fucked up. So how far do you take it with your dad then? Um, you call him the N word? No, because I don't speak to him in English. Mm, that's what right, is that's the right. French version of that, or the Creole, or I don't say, it. but uh, it, it's really because my dad is not. Uh, we don't see things the same way, mm. so I often would just, yeah, I mean, kind of jab at him and just, you know, call him dumb or whatever. Mm. But even so, I um, am a person that's frustrated with that relationship, but. I still am like, well, that's my dad, and I still honor my dad, and I think it's important to do so, and no matter how often he makes me upset or angry or I feel judged or whatever, I just think, like, you know what? This time next year, I could be thinking about a, about how I should have mm. responded to things, and I'd rather respond and be angry and whatever but i'm gonna still pick up the phone i'm gonna yeah. still talk to you and i can be upset but i must i must still talk to you and i must still honor that relationship because you're not doing enough to me that's gonna destroy me mm-hmm. you're not hurting me in, in in any like way but you know so that's why it's okay if it was toxic like if it yeah. was like incredibly toxic to where now i gotta be in a straitjacket because this relationship has mm. torn me apart, then okay. But it's like just fine enough for me to just be like, well, it's still my dad. So that's how that works. Well, I'll, I'll speak on fathers now because my that relationship's completely different for me. I, I grew up loving my dad. We were best buds, great dad, you know, nothing bad there. Like he, he raised me, like he, he did what dads are supposed to do. And then getting older, I come to learn things that he was doing while he was raising me or, or being a father to me. And these are not the things he said he was doing. And I was like, okay, and I forgave him eventually. I was like, all right, you know, he, people make mistakes. Then I come to realize that he's ongoingly or ongoing doing these things again and again and again while lying to me still. And so like, okay, when is it not oh, he's not my father anymore. He is, in a sense, my peer. When, when, like, when do you let them off the hook or when do you hold them to a higher standard? And I realized, you know what? He's going to keep doing these things. He's disrespecting my mother. He's disrespecting other people. I mean, he disrespected Chris, uh, for, for instance, when he was living with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate that. I was like, all right, I got to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And once I did, I was better for it because I didn't have this, you know, weighing thing like, oh, who would I got to lie to today mm-hmm. to cover his tracks? And my mom would, you know, let me let me know the things he did, you know, then and now, like mm-hmm. ongoing things. And it's like, all right, I until he learns that he cannot be acting this way. He's sixty five years old, sixty six, I think. Mm-hmm. Like this is not 
something that is not how you should be acting. And so I do not talk to my father. Not because not No. It's crazy. I used to see him all the time. I know. Yeah, me too. And uh, I, when you saw him, when I saw him, these are, th- these are times where I did not know th- some of these things about him. Jeez. And I was like, oh, this is, this is too much for me. I don't want that in my life. My brother's done the same thing because he's married now and he doesn't want that influencing his relationship with his wife. And then Colby, uh, uh, you remember Colby? Colby was telling me things to my dad. Me? Said to Colby. Oh, White, wow. White Kelby. But he said to him? Yeah, said to him in private. And I was like, uh, oh, that's worse. And so like now ooh. I am in a sense like, okay, I'm living my own life. Eventually, boys have to kill their fathers, metaphorically speaking. And they don't really do that. Don't actually kill your fathers. Like white people, people your white people do anything. <laughs> they really do just be doing yeah, anything. Doing yeah, he thing. was like, yo, sometimes you got to kill them. Philosophically, <laughs> kill me. That's when you don't rely on your parents for anything. Understood. Yeah, and you have to be your own man. And he's still acting like a child. And the things I'm learning about, things he's lying to me about, I was like, yeah, you, that's, that's, because I lied a lot as a child. They all do. They all lie. He's lying like a child. He's like, oh, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. And I'll tell you a funny story. He got in trouble with me one time, and this is all during the Trump era. And I was like, Dad, you know, you're acting a lot like Trump. And this hurt him so much because he hates Mm -hmm. Trump with all his heart. Mm -hmm. But he acts just like him because he does all these things, these scandalous things, and thinks, no, I'm, I'm doing the right thing because... So and so reasons. And like, no, these aren't good reasons just because you say it like you were doing the wrong thing. You cannot justify it with whatever bullshit feelings you have. Mm-hmm. So I, I chose a side. I honor my mother, I respect my mother. I take care of her when she needs. And that's what sons are supposed to do. Wait, so you told him that he was acting like Trump, and then what? He got real quiet and offended and said, Kicked you out. I kicked him out. Big money. <laughs> this is what happens when your parents pass down all their wealth. <laughs> hey, I didn't get that wealth till I was 30, so let's, let's chill out on that. Fair enough. Thank you. Yes. My mommy paid for my house, you know, six steps. Shoot. My mom gave me PTSD. You <laughs> <laughs> know the too. gifts we get from my parents. <laughs> I got that too. Uh, I'm just kidding. My mom worked really hard. I did too. Um, all right, so there's that. Respect your moms. And the way you see fit. Do you think that all of this stuff is going to make you better for your relationship now? I, I hope so, because I find the idea of what my dad did just Sick disgusting. And repulsive. Yeah, it's like, like and I, you know, I'll say this. I've never cheated on a, a woman in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And... You know, like, it's not like, oh, I've been close. It's like, you know, I thought, oh, well, that girl's attractive. But, like, mm, I don't know her. It's not, it's not the same. What's the point? Like, uh, the, the post-nut clarity that a lot of guys get. I don't know if you've heard of that. But it's, it's We've not Googled worth it. it. Thank you, Chris. It, there are more important things in life than just, you know, getting that. So you got to look past it. Work past it. Be your own person. Don't let your emotions drive you. Do your own thing. But yes, it has made me better. 
He gets a yellow button too. Come on. Yay. Let's go to the yellow button. Just yeah. for being Chris. Hey. All right. So let's end this podcast go ahead. with something fun. Yay. Talk to me, Goose. Because now we're talking about trauma. Uh oh. And we're done with that. So, um, Frontier Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They're asking you to pay $799 so that you can fly anywhere. For a good minute. So I'm going to read it Wait. directly to you. Was that USA and... Uh, well, he'll, he'll read the, the actual rules. All right. It's called Go Wild. All you can fly pass. $7.99 for the year. A limited number of passes will be made available at this price. And the sale ends at 11.59 p.m. Mountain Time, November 28th. Ooh, that's... In minutes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 Get the next one. The <laughs> retail and the renewal price is actually $2,000. So, so what it includes what? The benefits are an unlimited number of flights. Flights are available 300 plus days a year. Access to Frontier, Frontier's domestic and international destinations. Ooh. Travel that will keep your miles from expiring one low annual price for pass access to 12 months of travel get confirmed bookings the day before flight departure for domestic travel and starting 10 days uh, before flight departure for international travel here's some things you should know flights will be available to book and fly starting may 2nd 2023 and the flights can be booked and confirmed the day before the flight uh, they do have blackout periods, which it, which are May 25th, 26th, 29th, June 29th, 30th, July 1 through 5, 8, 9, August 30th, 1st, September 1, September 4th, October 5, 6, 9, November 18, 22, 24th through the 27th, December 16, 17, 22, 23, 24, 26, and through the 31st, and January 1st, <laughs> and February. Thank you for naming all of this. 15 all, all these blackout dates so there's probably around 50 blackout dates so, so i heard at most was december but the, other than that it was like maybe five holidays. five days max out of the month major holidays right so with that being said here's a fun game we're gonna play it is called the trips we take with the 799 pass where would you go on a vacation solo family trip and a vacation. Now, what does a vacation include? Vacation includes Just you and yo, Shawty. How does the rest of that song go? Yeah. All right. <laughs> we probably legally shouldn't sing it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's a song, though. Um, I, I'm. They're gonna really give me flack right now. Um, uh, you could be my. Okay, whatever. Um, so let's start with Chris. Solo vacation. Solo. Wait, and these are international too. International, right? Oh. Anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Ooh, okay. okay. Solo. Um, solo. I'd love to experience. <sighs> it's a song by Plies. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, solo. I'd like to experience like Italy. I knew you were gonna say that. Italy or or France. Okay. Why? 
the food the food alone i just go and just experience mom and pop shops little places in the corner and this and this and that just experience it go to the museums and shit take photos france though is not known for their food not known for the food all right now we're going to italy uh and and i take film i take film camera and i take like 20 rolls of film with me and then see what i get i'm with that okay family trip Big old family, family trip. Big old family trip. You got to do old. like a beach resort kind of thing. Okay. I'd go to like Mexico, Cancun kind of thing. Okay. okay. I feel like we'd all live it up there. Okay. Uh, and a, a vacation. Because we've talked about this for years. Iceland. Oh, okay. okay. Iceland. You want to do the ice bath? That would be cool. Blue or is that Lagoon, Greenland? Blue Greenland Resort. Is that it? Yeah. Well, there's, a, there's a few, but that's the most famous. I like that. Is that Iceland or Greenland? Iceland. Don't want to go to Greenland. Why not? Suicide capital of the world. Isn't, Isn't it like really pretty and cold? Yeah, uh, it's not that pretty. It's Which pretty. one's the one that doesn't see a sunset? Like the sun, like whole year around Iceland. Alaska. Right? Oh, that yeah. threw me off. <laughs> it's, it's up there in the Arctic. Okay, circle. got it, got it, got it. All right, Sam. Solo okay. vacation trip. Solo. So by myself, I've always wanted to go to Svalbard, which is that giant island, or maybe giant, above Norway. Okay. He's showing me a map. I don't know what he's pointing to. Look at the crack screen. Look at it. <laughs> what is it called? It's, it's called Svalbard. Turn up the brightness. Yeah. I'm trying to save battery here. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's spelled. I'm Svalbard. trying to conserve Svalbard. battery. All right, let's see. He so, wants to go to Svalbard, Svalbard. and Jan Mayen. What have you heard that is so, there? You can Never see the Northern Lights Svalbard. basically all year round. Dope. Basically. You can do what? Um, see the Northern, Northern Lights. lights. That's uh, a goal. It, it gets older. That's how much you see it. Uh, you can go uh, ice dog sledding or the Alaskan dog bobsledding. Mm-hmm. Not bobsledding. No, ice but sledding. sledding. Um, and it's like, it's such a weird country. Like, they'll give you a bolt-action rifle just to fend off bears because nice. it's so common. Like, hey, take the, take the rifle and go explore. And it seems like a interesting place to just kind of walk around. You don't, have to, you don't have to go to any cities. You can just see the place. And it's yeah, yeah. That's cool. Would you say you're for Svalbardian? No, I'm Norwegian. Oh. But it, it is a colony of Norway. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of that. Look at us learning. Mm-hmm. I do okay. want to go to Iceland, but uh, Chris took that, so. I did. Right. So that's your solo trip. All right. Big old family vacation. Family vacation? Maybe New Zealand. You know, okay. it seems oh, like be fun. Seems mm-hmm. like the place to be. You know, see maybe see the, the Lord of the Rings filming location. Oh, that'd be cool. Just something like that. Go see it. Go to. Auckland. Okay. Auckland. All right, and now the vacation. vacation. You know, me and Stephanie talk about going to Croatia because she, she's oh, half cool. Croatian. Okay. Um, they actually film a lot of movies there too, mm-hmm. as you know. Okay. But it's very, uh, it's like, so eastern half of Europe, not the western half, eastern half, that's like cheap, cheap. You can get anything you want there. It's super nice. cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, it's night and day based to Western Europe. Uh-huh. Um, where's Croatia for the layman people? Be, Not me, but I'll what be, other yeah. people? I'll be yeah. right across from you in Italy. So okay, think the side cool. of the bay. I'm on it. So I was supposed it. to go to Croatia last year. Yes, oh, yeah? you did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were telling me. Yes. For some sort of cup thing. I don't know. Feel me. That's what I said. Okay. So, all cool. right. Those are your spots. Svalbard. All right. And what's the other one? New Zealand. New Zealand. And Croatia. And Croatia. All right. All right, Kerbin. Solo trip. Where are you going? By yourself. Solo trip has to be a place no one else wants to go. 
do it. So it would be South Dakota or Alaska. Those, okay. Do, I like the Alaska. extremeness. Yeah, because here's the thing. <laughs> I like to go to the places that you're not expecting a great time. Mm-hmm. I once went to Oklahoma City mm-hmm. on my birthday and had the time of my life. Love it. So Alaska seems like one of those places that a lot of people only want to go to see the northern lights or they only want to go when it's warm and all that stuff. I want to go when it's cold. I got to wear like four noctas and I and I want to just experience all the kind of like people that live there only experience and not have to deal with like, oh, my gosh, it's cold. Can we go back to the hotel? Mm, I don't want to deal with yep, any of yep, that. Yep. And I also did Hawaii last year by myself. Mm-hmm. Great time. Mm-hmm. Alone. Dang, that's cool. Yeah. Swam with the sharks, right? I swam with the sharks. Swam with the turtles. I did all types of stuff. So Alaska by myself. I'm gonna skip vacation for a quick second and go to family trip. Yeah, do that. Family trip. I think the best thing we can do is go somewhere that doesn't require us to be in a city nor go to too far away mm-hmm. because there's kids I don't really want everybody traveling like 12 hours uh, and then when we get there I would want us to just be in the middle of nowhere so that we don't have to go to Manhattan and see uh, like all that crap like let's just chill out together there's a pool that's that. <laughs> That's it. So That's why I picked the resort place because like everything's built in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking like the center of the United States or um, if I had to choose somewhere, it would be Mexico. But at the same time, I also feel like when you're in Mexico, you're going to want to go out and see the land and see the people true, and all that. And that's like, that's not what I want at all. I right. want it. I want no distractions. Gotcha. So whatever the centerist most state in the United States is, that's it. Kansas. Kansas. Is it? Yeah, the center. Kansas City's nice. That. Right on. Vacation. Beta. Where are you going with the missus? Now it Whoever would have says. to, yeah. <laughs> it would, she would have to be cool. Like she'd have to be cool because remember we flying on frontier. Okay. Yes, that's you true. are going to be uncomfortable. If I hear one complaint, right? <laughs> I don't want to hear. Honestly, the TV is in the airport. Yes, and Hello. it's not at the frontier gate. They the can't TV afford is it. your dreams. Yeah, Go to sleep. Yeah, look, I, got my, I got my phone. I got uh, some movie on Netflix. Yeah, we for sure don't have Wi-Fi on the plane. Uh-uh. So. Okay. um this is the one where I can't be selfish because I'm the type of person that I, I want to go somewhere that doesn't really have a lot for me to see mm-hmm. because I can be fun. I can be fun by myself. Right. I can go there and meet people and it's going to be fine. But now I recognize everybody don't have the same kind of fun as me. So it might be a repeat of something I've already done. Cool. Cool. I've been to France before, but if Shouty ain't been to France, that might be the move. Okay. Or if she has, I'm trying to think of another romantic spot. You want romance? 
But like out of the country, or you definitely out of the country because I don't exotic. talk. I, I chose two Americans. Yes. That's why I came with the, with the disclaimer. With this. I don't want to hear no complaints because we are going to be on the flight for about seventeen hours. True, true. Lord knows them, them them Frontier and Spirit flights do travel at max hundred and twelve yeah. miles an hour. You should do like Sweden or Switzerland. Mm. Switzerland. Now here's another thing that I'm scared of. I'm. A little bit scared of going to all them European places because I don't know how they treat black people. That's for so true. I've I've been to these places and there was plenty of tourists. Uh, when I was in Switzerland, I was with a group of a bunch of Chinese uh, tourists, and my counterparts were Hispanic and and I think he was white. They did not seem to be a lot of sociable interactions between people. Regardless, so I wouldn't see it. Sorry, I wouldn't see it as a. Um, you would not be hindered mm-hmm. with your skin color. Well, all right, that's good to know. Then Peru, no. Then Peru. <laughs> uh, you know what seems like a good time? Cuba. I feel oh, yeah. like Cuba would be a good time. Yeah. Great time. Cuba would be a good time. I feel like it's romantic. It's. Spanish, it's, it's romance, it's sexy, it's hot, and you know the difficult thing is I would have a roaming eye. Oh, uh, that's that's there. fact. Yeah, I'll go over there. I'll be like, damn, them Cubans is kind of fire though. Yeah, I that's mean, facts. Anyways. I have Cuban friends, man. They're a blast. You oh, party man. with them? Yeah, you done. Yeah, <laughs> and you know I'm from Florida, so you know we got a bunch right. of right. Yeah, that's and everybody's that's beautiful. Yeah, so it's, it would be hard for me to go. You know what? <laughs> me and Shorty, we going to England. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you got to cover up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no troubles in England. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. no disrespect, but y'all not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sorry for our three English viewers. My my uh, other ancestors went to England and took all the attractive people back. Oh, well, there you go. That's what we do. We, Thanks, Sam. You're welcome. You ruined it for the UK. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So that was our fun little game. If you enjoyed this uh, episode, uh, please follow us on Instagram at MOI Podcast. Um, watch us on YouTube, Men on the Internet Podcast. Follow our uh, Twitter page. I don't know what oh. Elon's doing over there, but uh, we still on Twitter. Um, my name is Kerbin Johnson, and over there is Chris and... Sam, and this is the Men on the Internet podcast. Goodbye. Please don't follow me on Instagram. Sam Barnun. <laughs> <laughs>